Okay, here we go. Started? Started. Hello. Alright, so this is episode... Two. Zero, zero, two of the Locals Podcast. Welcome. Um, it's probably been about, I think it's been like... A couple weeks? Might be close to a month. No. Honestly. No. I can't tell. But either way, we're Actually, here. Actually, yeah, time's been flying here, so I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Um, but the first episode and all the future episodes are on Podbean and Stitcher and iTunes. So if anybody ever cares to listen to this, John, um, there they are. And all right, let's just go. Let's just do this. Um, go for it. Where did we go yesterday? Mount Rushmore. Why did we go to Mount Rushmore? Because we wanted to. Okay, I think we're still. Still cooking? Yeah, we're still recording. Who knows? Um, alright. So we went to Mount Rushmore yesterday. Yeah. It was a five hour drive from Fort Collins. Yeah. We're outside on our porch right now, so if there's any yeah. disturbances, most likely a train, probably conveniently a few <laughs> minutes, rolls by seemingly every 30 minutes. But then your general car passing by yeah. every now and then. But <laughs> hopefully this sounds clear enough. But yeah, so we went to Mount Rushmore yesterday. And it was fantastic. And the weather was a dream. Highly underrated, I think, Very Mount Rushmore underrated. is. Like, I learned more about Mount Rushmore and like... Our a little bit about President. <laughs> yeah, like a little American history than I ever have before. Yeah. Beautiful place, like beautiful like they did a great job of like presenting it. Like the whole like You mean you know, the whole ambiance? Yeah, you know like the area you walk Every, yeah. You like walk down this hall of like flags. Um, oh, coming in. Yeah, like 50, 50, 50 all, like states. 50 states, all the flags. Tells you when they were, like, admitted into the Union. Um, and then you kind of, like, walk into this big open area, and then you just kind of look up and out, and there's the four presidents. Yeah. Just chilling, staring at you. Very impressive. It's more impressive when you go through, like, the museum that explains everything, like, the contribution that those specific four presidents um had or gave yeah. to America. I had no idea why they why picked. Why they're so important. Yeah. Like, I didn't know why they picked the four presidents. Yeah. I mean, I could, like, guess why they picked George Washington. But yeah. Well, the other ones did make sense. If you don't know, on Mount Rushmore, from left to right, there's George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Theodore Roosevelt, and then Abe Lincoln. Yeah. There we go. That's it. Yeah. And, uh. So look them up and you can learn why yeah. they're so impressive. Each or we can tell you because we learn and we're very proud. Okay, briefly. Briefly, very Obviously, briefly. George Washington is the father of our country. Yes. And the first president. So he's a, he was like the first. He was like the one of the only ones they were actually going to put on there to begin with. Yeah, yeah. They weren't going to put anybody else. It was going to be him next to the Just next purchase, to like a right? tablet, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it was shaped like the Louisiana purchase. So next they put in Thomas Jefferson mm-hmm. and... Like, I assume they put Thomas Jefferson in because of his significant contributions to, like, the Declaration of Independence, but apparently had more to do with his being, like, such an integral part in the Louisiana Purchase. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and the sculptor apparently loved the Louisiana Purchase. So. The sculptor himself is insanely impressive, too. And yes. he died and left the work onto his son. And it took 14 years to complete Mount Rushmore, mm -hmm. which was impressive, very impressive. Um, again, just seeing all the history yeah. and everything that went into it and all of the work that goes into it and the artistry that goes into it is insane. Right. Um, but then, okay, so third, they picked... Um, Wait for this car, car to go by. Hold on. All right, and then they picked Teddy Roosevelt. Yes. I mean, I think mainly because of... His conservation of national parks. Yeah. Yeah. And he was a dope president, so <laughs> other than that. And then third or fourth is old Abe Lincoln. Yeah. And obviously this is his contribution to reunifying the country because obviously he was a president during probably the U.S.'s most turmoil time when we were actually fighting each other. So, and he freed the slaves. Yeah. So, um, Well, yeah. So Took was, the first step in the direction of freeing the slaves. Yeah. There's Abolishing whole, slavery. There's a whole doodad behind that bad boy. But, um, so other than think Mount Rushmore being super impressive. I think South Dakota yes. was gorgeous. Yes. We were just, I was just, I don't know, were you with me when I was talking to somebody and they were just like trashing the Dakota? I think that was another podcast that we were listening to and they were just trashing the Dakotas, <laughs> saying how like nothing good comes out of South Dakota or North Dakota. Um, but oh my God, land for days. For it's days. It's called like the Black the Black Hills. The Black Hills. Well, Mountain. that's where, yeah, the Black Hills. Kind of the area where Mount Rushmore is. Yes, but just South Dakota in general. I thought it was gorgeous. Stunning. Because we, we pretty much. So refreshing to yeah. see just wide open land. Oh my, because we freaking drove through Wyoming for four hours and. Wyoming was uh. It was so. It was uh. There's, when people right? say that there's nothing in Wyoming. There's, There's nothing in Wyoming. And like you, I've never seen. Except for rich people. And I've never seen so much. Very self-sustaining country. Yeah. Have you ever seen so much land? Never seen so much land. I had an interesting conversation with a woman at this conference that I was at the other night. And she talked to me for 20 minutes about Wyoming. And <laughs> told me that <laughs> basically it's so self-sustaining. Everybody does their own thing. That if you like have to ask for anything like outside of your own land, you're seen as very weak or just lesser than everybody else. Yeah. Um, and apparently everybody and their mother owns a firearm there, so. And some proud Wyoming live. people. They're very proud Wyoming people. But and they are farming the land for us, so. Yeah. In fact, which is super easily, you can look this crap up, half a million people live in the state of Wyoming. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's it. So there's nothing out there. There's literally nothing. I don't know where so these people live. wants to live in Wyoming. There's clear... For sure, I'm going to go ahead and say there might be an equal number of cows <laughs> as people. So many cows. And we saw a buffalo. The buffalo were awesome. And I'm... It's I'm, another car, and sorry. I'm, I'm reading a book right now called American Buffalo yeah. by Steve Ranella, an author that I like, a hunter and podcaster that I do like. So I'm learning a ton about American Buffalo right now. Super, super interesting. Um... Sorry, we got like three bikers coming by with some. I'll go ahead and take the blame for the noise. It's such a nice night. I feel Casey wanted to do our podcast outside. 
Um, let's see how far we are into this. If you're a big biker, by the way, Fort Collins is the town to be in. Yeah. Unless you want to go abroad, then go to Copenhagen. So, like, brief never see more bikes. update on how we're doing so far. Yes. Great. Great. I bought a bike. Because <laughs> you wanted to be just like me. And I've been biking. He gets a bike, but I don't get a car, so that's where we're at right now. That's where we're at. So he gets a bike and a car. Yes. And I'll be biking in the snow come November. But I look straight killer on a bike. <laughs> so. Yeah. You do. You look good. I got that going for you me. You look good. Um, but yeah. How do I look on a bike? You look freaking at ease. Dope AF. I look Just right where you need to be. I know. Yeah. I belong on a bike. Okay. So, segue off of whatever we're talking about now. Not much more. Okay. I listened to a podcast a couple weeks ago, and they brought up this app called StoryCorps. And it's an app where I think it's really designed for, like, younger people to interview. Younger people to interview older people. And they're kind of supposed to learn about like an older person's life and perspective and whatnot. So, Makes sense. Um, and so the unique thing about this is you can go on the StoryCorps app, set up some questions, record the interview you have with this person, and that interview is saved and then uploaded to the Library of Congress. Huh. And then it's stored forever. Oh, wait. I think I've listened to this with you. You might have. Part of it? Either that it or was you either told me about it. a radio lab or a TED Radio Hour. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I, okay. I I downloaded the app and I started looking at the questions and I figured that maybe we could bounce some of these questions off of each other. Could be interesting. So it, yeah. I will shoot Jordan just three questions I pick. Rad. And they're yeah. kind of deep questions, so. All right, we'll go for it. All right, first question. So, I'm ready. How would you describe yourself to someone who has never met you? Oh, are they, are they, I'm confused, like, Let's just say like I a just, pen pal or something? I met somebody, at, like, I'm talking to somebody at work, and they're like, hey, describe your wife to me. Uh, okay. Um. They can be brief. Okay. Definitely. I'm trying to think of, like, another way to say cool person or outgoing, because I feel like those are yeah. two such cliches. But very eccentric personality. Eccentric not in, like, a crazy eccentric, though. No, not in, like, a... Exactly. Not in a crazy eccentric, but I'm definitely very... I never meet a stranger. I'll say it the way Rusty says it. Jason's yeah, dad. that's true. Definitely never meet a stranger. Um, I'll do pros and cons. <laughs> All right, hit me. I can be outgoing to the point where I'm borderline obnoxious, depending <laughs> on who I'm around. Um, but definitely very easygoing, very lighthearted, very open-hearted. Yeah. Um, I like the never meet a stranger part. Yeah, I definitely never meet a stranger. Uh, She's funny. She's not going to tell you that, but she is. I'm hilarious. I'll tell <laughs> anybody who asks. I'm so funny. Actually, yeah. She's probably the I'm funniest person she knows. So. I am. Oh, my gosh. I literally had this thought in my head the other day. I was like, if somebody asked me who the funniest person I know is, that would say me. Um, 
I do get discouraged sometimes too easily. Um, I'd say that's like my biggest downfall. So I get discouraged by um, oh, just some things or again, depending on what mood I'm in. But yeah. pretty much pretty easygoing. I love laughing. It's my favorite thing in the world. With, if I'm with somebody who can make me laugh, that's why I married you. You're great. Um, you love laughing. That, yeah, is the key to life. I just love being with people who can make me laugh. All right. I think that's a pretty solid answer. Oh, I don't know. I still think if somebody, like, don't dwell said on that. It. You're going to miss things. They're going to be like, oh, she sounds so boring. No, exactly. I don't, oh, I don't know. Was that good? No, that's, I should that's practice. a good answer. That's a hard question. I should practice It's like an interview more. question almost. That is. Um, that was an interview question. Well, thank kinda. you. Kind of. God forbid. If I get an interview, then ever in my... Oh, Jordan's yeah. still looking for a job, so if you're in Fort Collins and you're hiring, <laughs> I'd love to work for you. All right. Anyways. Question two. Question oh, wait. Two. Should I ask you that, or is this on No, me? I just... I just Okay. All right. Fine. Sit down. Can you tell me about one or two people that you remember who have been particularly kind to you in your life? And if they were here, what would you say to them? Yeesh. Oh my gosh, I like can't even decide. There's been so many people who have been super kind to me. Who have been like insane. Am I allowed to do three? I love that question though. I do, too. Yeah, yeah, three. Just t- tell me who the three are. Okay, three. Just because I'm texting her, and I always tell her yeah. that I can never be the friend to her that she is to me. Audrey. Yep. Um, Salt of the earth. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Uh, I would say Miss Lori and my dad. Yeah, I was definitely thinking Miss Lori. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. All right, so let's just, to make it easier, Okay. if Miss Lori was here. And well, you kind of had to say something to her. What would you say? Oh, my gosh. I say it to her all the time. She's the mother to more than most people could ever handle. She's Mother Teresa to absolutely everybody. She takes anybody in who needs help. She literally, they have a guest house at their house, and she took in a woman for three months who was, like, down on her luck is the way she described it and just, like, let her live like, in their guest house, which is essentially right. just, like, another yeah. house. Um, like, salt of the earth, but, like, oh my she's, gosh. like, the salt shaker. She is the salt shaker. Oh, thing. my God. I'm going to tell her that next time I see her. You know? She is the salt shaker. Um, yeah, she's fantastic. She is my old Sunday school leader and then, like, transferred to lifelong mentor. So, yeah. that's who she is to me. I love Miss Lori. I know. Everybody loves Miss Lori. Yeah. Um, Audrey is one of my, one of my oldest friends from Sunday school as well. Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah, I didn't, I honestly, probably looking back, like I never would have imagined that me and Audrey would have been as good friends as we are. Um, but we are absolute soul sisters. Like she is such a godsend. Like everything that is ever like on my heart or like just anything, we're just a hundred percent connected yeah yeah it's amazing she's a gift from the heavens that was a pretty solid answer i'll tell you that all right last question and my dad's great too look yeah <laughs> my dad. goes without saying Self-explanatory, we yeah. love yeah we love all of my parents honestly are amazing oh but that's all my love all my parents all my parents anyways yeah. okay so this is kind of, you have to answer this, this is about me. Okay. 
What are your hopes and wishes for me? Like in the future? Yeah. Mm, I would say just that you find joy and fulfillment in whatever you do. Because I feel like... Work-related? Work-related, life-related, family-related. Like, you'll be end up having kids. Like, I just hope you're delighted with your life. Or I want you to feel that, yeah, like, your work is just life-giving. That yeah. you're fueled by what you do. Because I know you just don't want to be an auditor forever. Mm -hmm. Like, I know you're not necessarily content in that. Um, but I am thankful for... Definitely thankful. For where would, I'm at right now. Yeah, I would never say that you were unthankful. Um, yeah. No, I mean, those are things that I uh, yeah. kind of... Just true joy that you find... Day-to-day -day life. I mean, in yeah. your day-to-day -day tasks, right? Yeah, that you're just, like, overwhelming with thankfulness, that you're yeah. just unnaturally blessed yeah. in your life. And then... In the our life. follow-up question of that was, yeah. what are your hopes and wishes for our potential children? Oh. Mm. We kind of talked about this yesterday. Yeah. Well, just, I never, I, our kids will grow up knowing full well their entire lives that they're loved by their parents. They'll grow up in the church um, with full faith in Jesus. They'll love each other. They'll love others. And they'll be confident in who they are. That's my biggest worry just seeing kids like younger kids nowadays just such a lack of self-worth yeah yeah kind of you know okay public school private school mm, honestly i don't think i'm going public i would say public like i went to public character school. building it is <laughs> it's character that makes oh, it's it sound so bad. Like it's oh my god, public school. Oh, we're up in kids. the streets of public school. Uh, maybe not here. Like probably in Colorado? the nicest kids. Oh yeah. Oh my god. I have no idea. Definitely, yeah, probably I'm public, go public school. school. I don't I see the. I don't get the time. need of paying more. Like I've never met somebody from a private school who has like a better education at that point in life. If they're the same age as me, than oh, I do. Oh, for sure not. You know. I did. I went to. I didn't have a better education. Well, your education was specifically geared towards, like, a faith-based education, I feel like. Well, obviously, you guys had Bible. Yeah, we took for Bible. For a class. I wish I had Bible in a class. It would have saved me. I cheated. Well, I probably wouldn't have a testimony. Cheated in Bible class. You cheated in Bible class? I'll go on record and say I cheated in Bible class. What? We had to memorize verses, and I would write down the verse on one piece of paper, whip that sucker out in class. You're put it in my so lap. Yeah. I had things to do. I couldn't memorize. You had things to do, like math class? Yeah, I was like memorizing like a chapter. It wasn't like in like Jesus. It wasn't like that, Jesus though. wept. Like it was like. Yeah, Jesus wept. It was like, remember. That is the like, best. First Thessalonians book. Thessalonians? That tes <laughs> Who went to Christian school? Not you. Thessalonians. I was there for a brief amount of time. You um, were there for three years. Actually, a quick LOL. When I was in SBA. The leaders, like, for Christmas, we had to pick a verse and then, like, something that we're, like, thankful or, like, we feel blessed for or, like, about um, for, like, this Christmas party that we had. 
and all the leaders did it. And so we're sitting around talking about like the verses that we we're going to do, just so one didn't like select the same as another. And one kid goes, we got to him, and we're like, okay, what verse are you going to do? He goes, Psalms. And we're like, yeah, which one? He goes, all of it. And we like died laughing forever. I just laughed at that. It? Like, oh, lol, hashtag Christian joke. No, we didn't do all of Psalms. Christian it's jokes just funny. are the lamest jokes. No, it was, oh my God, it was hilarious. <laughs> anyway, Anywho. enough about me. I thought he was going to spit out whole no. Psalms, but <laughs> I guess not. It was just funny, like, being in that uh. moment. This is, like, only stupid things that, like, people who share the same beliefs would laugh about. Huh. Hey, well, that was a pretty solid answer to so all three questions. <sighs> I feel like I should have had more time to prepare. No, this is, you're not supposed to prepare. I'm just supposed to bam, 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 hit you ah. with it. I know. It sucks. But, uh, I can't go back and think about it. Yeah. Do you want me to ask you some questions? I feel like you don't No, questions. you don't get it right now. You can't wait. Ah. I got more of these. What's your favorite color? No, you don't get to know. It's orange. Anyways. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, I wish we could have done this <laughs> at Mount Rushmore yesterday. Yeah, we don't have fancy um, enough technology for that yet. Yeah, it would have been too, I don't know, I feel like you would have heard wind and yeah. only people. I don't know. Um, I did make a discovery, though, this weekend. Wind blowing through the trees is one of my new favorite sounds. Yeah, so. there's something so Peaceful. somber yes. about... Well, somber is, like, sad. It's not, it, it is kind of sad because it's winter-sounding to me. I thought you said it's fall. It's warmth. It's It's the comfort. changing of, like, the times. You just know that, like... Whatever you're experiencing right now is just fixing to like get bleak. It's so sad. You don't get that? No. It's that That's sound so of like just depressing. the wind running through the trees and like. It's like, oh, thank God for air and trees that create oxygen. Oh my gosh, my baby bio teacher actually at TCC taught me that. Oh, our neighbors are here. taught us that a majority of our oxygen actually doesn't come from the trees. It comes from the algae in the ocean. And I only pronounce algae like that because Casey's cousin is like some kind of biologist. I don't know what she does, but yeah. she studies algae. Shout out Rebecca. Me, Shout out Rebecca. She's a future doctor. She informed all of us that it's not pronounced algae, but algae. But anyways, that's where like 70 to 80% of our oxygen comes from. Yeah. I think we better wrap this up. So ocean acidification <laughs> is a real thing that we should worry about. Anywho. Cool. It's been solid. <laughs> All right. So Again, I apologize. We got new chairs. So outside that I've been forcing Casey to get. Yeah. And we finally got them and it's such a nice night. So we got to wrap this. Fault. We got to wrap this thing up. Okay. All right. So this is episode two. Dunsky. Dunsky. Number three coming your way soon. Booyah. All right. Bye. Say bye. Bye. We need like a sign off. Oh, God.